I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Mostly cloudy tonight. The temperature rising to around 69 overnight. It'll be quite breezy with wind gusts as high as 35 miles an hour. No foul play is suspected after a body was found in the backyard of a residence in Carterville on Monday morning. Carterville police issued a news release today saying the man's body found in the 100 block of Timber Trail was removed from the scene and taken to the Williamson County Coroner's Office Morgan Marion. An autopsy on the body is scheduled for Thursday. The incident remains under investigation. SIU's Paul Simon Public Policy Institute will mark the one-year anniversary of Russia's incursion in Ukraine with a special symposium. WSIU's Jennifer Fuller reports. The Simon Institute is hosting War in Ukraine One Year In, Surprises, Challenges, and Recommendations. It features faculty members Stephen Schulman and Steve Bloom. Institute Director John Shaw will moderate the conversation, which is set for 5 p.m. Wednesday in Morris Library's Guyan Auditorium. Shaw says an anniversary like this one is an opportunity to take stock and ask questions. He says Wednesday's conversation will focus on what's happened as well as lessons learned and a look at the potential future for the region. Stephen Schulman teaches international relations as well as American foreign policy and other related classes. While Bloom has taught in Ukraine in the Fulbright Scholar Program, his emphasis is in ethnicity and nationalism in the former Soviet Union. The symposium will be live-streamed. You can find it on the university's YouTube channel. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Polls show a majority of Democrats don't want President Joe Biden to run for re-election. The Democrat, who represents the Bloomington Normal area in Congress, Eric Sorensen, says he doesn't hear any apprehension in Washington. Looking at what has happened in, in Congress in the past two years with the Inflation Reduction Act, with the Infrastructure Act, with the Chips and Science Act. These were bipartisan bills um, that made it through um, the House, the Senate, and made it to the president's desk. Sorensen says now he's trying to make sure the 17th Congressional District gets its share of funding for shovel-ready projects. Governor J.B. Pritzker is joining 19 other Democratic governors in launching what they say is a nonpartisan coalition to protect and expand reproductive rights. Cameron Cutinello reports. Pritzker says the Reproductive Freedom Alliance will allow governors to better communicate and share ideas from their respective states that protect abortion rights. We haven't had a formal alliance and opportunity to uh, share those ideas. I, to be honest with you, I think we have um, good ideas in Illinois that need to be shared with other uh, states. And so I'm, I'm happy to be part of it, both to receive information and also to provide it. Pritzker says one issue he hopes the coalition will look into is how to prevent women from being prosecuted in their home state when they travel to get an abortion. Other Midwest states in the alliance are Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. I'm Cameron Cutinello. Governor J.B. Pritzker visited Peoria today to promote his Smart Start Early Childhood Education Initiative. The governor's plan includes an increase in early intervention services and home visits, as well as money to build new child care and preschool facilities. Illinois Education Association President Kathy Griffin says she'll work to get the funding for this to get passed. And I want the governor, lieutenant governor, and members of the General Assembly to know that the Illinois education is supportive of this, and we will work hard to make sure that the funding passes so this can happen. The governor has visited several cities in Illinois in an attempt to build more support for the plan he announced last week during his State of the State Address. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.